Yeah, man. Coming in a little hot, but let's get to it. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for tuning in. Back another week. This week's episode is uh, brought to you by my loving girlfriend and this hot coffee that um, I have no <laughs> idea what brand it is, but here we are. I'm going to keep speaking sponsorship into existence, but hopefully AHA water is first. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let me fix this just a little bit. All right. Yeah, we are on the air. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, as always, share the blurbs. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's been listening and tuning in and um you know put your friends on and tell them about us um by the time y'all hear this we'll dive into this later but uh jerry lawson's birthday should be approaching or will be coming up around the corner so i just want to put that in your ears it is close and uh yeah for anybody that missed that episode i think that was like maybe 20 some episodes ago but jerry lawson is the goat when it comes to modern gaming um the black man who invented like the concept for disc-based console gaming we would not be where we are without his contributions and he's definitely far from a household name so uh even when inventors are brought up like it's it's weird how we all just heard of him last year so uh, we'll try to keep information going on our various socials so you guys can have that readily available and uh yeah like he said share the blurbs that that one friend makes a difference you know uh somebody out there needs at least one of three of our sections uh it was funny last week somebody i was hanging out with was like yeah i I skipped the music but um y'all have been dropping fire suggestions for anime to watch and i've finished i forget what show he was watching he really enjoyed or like we made a point or something that he wouldn't care to watch just from the way we described it, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I like when people skip, like it's perfectly fine. Yeah. That's, that's Um, why we have it set up that way. (laughs) And I, um, shared it and people actually tuned in from my Instagram, like significantly, like a number jump. I was like, Oh shit, that's what's up. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, without further ado, unless you had any announcements for the week, uh no welcome to episode 71 for the blurds hosted by your two favorite midwest blurds kwan kamikaze and myself kid kezo uh let's get into the music cool um so i think like everybody right now um i've been blasting young Dolph. unfortunately um so r&p young Dolph. um just i was listening to his album last year mm-hmm um or no this year the the one that dropped i think around my birthday Mm. um it's just really unfortunate but so he's been in rotation for me um kenny mason has i caught my tickets to his concert december 15th out here in atlanta um so i've been giving him hella spins dude that that's a must when you told me he's gonna (laughs) be in atlanta i'm like man i would pay a decent amount of money literally to see him perform like a handful of songs like like three of them so <laughs> and i don't think the venue is gonna be like too big so it's gonna be like one of those early shows where all the dirty niggas is gonna pull up my shin like i'm gonna make sure i got my hair twisted two chains on type shit <laughs> yeah 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 um but um so there's this this thing let me see if i can pull it up mm-hmm. 
I I actually listened to that "She Get Wicked" song or "Shit Get Wicked." The you know, uh, from is that a TikTok? It sounds familiar. Yeah, so the dude was in prison actually. Oh, when he did the, the dude was like freestyling and half yeah. singing. Yeah, there's like a, a CDQ version, like on streaming and stuff, or YouTube or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it was just in my head one day, and I was like, let me pull it up, and then uh, it actually was like a. Um, acapella version, mm-hmm. and so that was really cool. And then um, that shit is fire for no reason, <laughs> but I feel like we all got put onto it as a joke because it's like it used so like you know jokingly online. But I'm like, wait, this is actually kind of heat. Um, but so it was basically this like show where rappers come and like you know do this acapella thing. It's called uh, from the block. And so that was on my algorithm. And then I heard Hurricane Chris mm-hmm. uh, do a song. Uh, it's called Whip a Flipper. Recently? And it was. Yeah. Wait, that like, actually sounds familiar, drunk. too. Huh. It's like two weeks old. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah, I think the song is relatively new, but he got off. So I, I wanted to uh, start with a little bit of that. Let's get into it. Put some young dumb niggas on the payroll, running with them Dracos, coming from the front and the back. Said it's real in the field when a coach in a blitz, know a nigga gotta go and get a quarterback sack. Got 40 go rack. You ain't certified in the hood and a nigga gon' take your pack. Got jack for your shit, now them niggas on the ground with your chain on their neck, telling you to get it back. Type of shit is that. Type of nigga fall under pressure, couldn't handle the load on his back. You knew he was telling, I give a fuck what he's selling. How you gon' buy from a rack? No coming back. Now you can't hang on the set with the game, we ain't rocking like that. You don't want drama like that, you get hit with a yapper like that on my side of the track. I sent your bitch on the road, make her go give me a load and she bringing it back. Yeah. Standing in the middle of the kitchen, but nigga with a clothes off New Jack City. This crack. So you, you get the vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think it has a chorus. I'll only listen to it like a handful of times. Has it been literally a decade since Hurricane Chris was like relevant? Yes. When someone's yes. that far out, like he's, I, I mean, he sounds older. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're um, a mile away from a baby <laughs> and Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Older. So I, I, it's always nice when like those one hit wonders because he was probably one of the last one hit wonders. Because now, like with social media, people stay more relevant, and I think can keep a fan base. I think it's great. One song. Like um, this era of like short clips turning into big moments is gr- or i appreciate the soldier boys part of it like while i feel like he's one goofy comment away from, from like it really irritating me or disappointing all of us because he's like he's been kind of spazzing but mm-hmm. at least it hasn't been like i don't know anything real cringy so far he's just been loud and loud and annoying at times <laughs> but i'm like while she making clap is not like award-winning music like i'm glad it yeah he, he should be here in this this era he should be here so yeah um let's see anything you feel like we should pivot to i got a couple more songs uh i just was literally remembering how much music i actually listened to this week and i'm like dang near sad I'm like oh god like where, where do i even start <laughs> uh 
Does anything match? Do we both listen to anything this week together? Did you listen to Summer Walker the past? Yeah, yeah, I listened to that. Okay, um, we can start there. I don't okay. have anything I wanted to play off of it, so I think we can just. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, we can just talk about it. Um, yeah, I fucked with it. I actually been meaning to listen. I, I'm surprised, but I, I expected to sneak it back in this week. Um, but I just didn't get around to it. Um, but there's some mm. really good songs on there. Um. I think for me, it mostly caught me thematically. Um, mm-hmm. It was a little bit lo- longer than I needed it to be. And there weren't yeah, like, enough agree. tracks where I was like, oh, this is my go-to when I come back to this. Um, I mean, I did have my clear favorites, but I just kind of took the whole the theme to heart. I was like, all right, she wants respect, like regardless of her life choices and situation. I feel like that was the theme that... Uh, they put forth even with like Cardi B's intro all the way to like other and then ending with like the prayer and all that I'm like all right cool like while this album's a little bit long in the tooth I feel like she had to say something and it it got said she didn't she didn't miss a note but I did want more of um I should have wrote down what my like clear clear favorite was and I was like all right see you, you you almost had me but I mean she's far from you know done um yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think uh, screwing. I think screwing with Omarion is my favorite song actually, which mm. I mean largely had nothing to do with the theme of everything else. But I think it was <laughs> I think it was the best song on here. Uh, or some things you liked. Um, I think every time she appeared with SZA on here, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually liked the way she layered her voice on the intro, like when she kept mm-hmm. talking about better stop playing with me. I was like, dang, it don't take much to. Like with her voice, it don't take much to construct something, like dope. But I think, um, yeah, for like an hour and three minute project with twenty songs, mm-hmm. it was a bit long. Um, I think maybe she could have did like a little five pack with some of these songs, and maybe had a better album. She should do one with Pharrell and the Neptunes because <laughs> the, the track they have on here together is great. Like that would be solid if they did something together. Um, but I think the song that made me even really want to re-listen was that "God Help Me." God, I think I'm insane. Whatever they've been wearing out on TikTok. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what song that is? Uh, that might be might be insane. Oh, it's track, called track eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that I was like, you know what? That shit. Like her voice was really good, mm-hmm. and it. It wrote a lot of songs, but um, yeah, I don't. I guess it wasn't as good as Over It. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I wore Over It out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I. And said, I don't think that's like, a slight glad, to the project either. I'm glad this exists. It's a little bit long. I have a couple favorites, but um, yeah, that's why I was like, let me just focus on the theme because this is probably more of what is important here. Cause yeah, even just glancing it over, it's like like I can see all the go tos and the songs that I'm not mad if they come on shuffle and da da da. But this one, yeah. See, but I think that's why I want to do the re listen because I think it has a lot of good shuffle songs on there. Mm-hmm. Just gotta let it breathe, also, because so much came out these past two weeks. Is also like it's in the mix of a lot of a lot of different sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you had any other comments on that. Mm-mm. 
that kind of covers it. Uh, I'm trying to see what else well, we might have both touched. Uh, what about? I don't know if you listened to this pro- oh, project that I sent, the Jesus project. Mm-mm. Okay, because it's a similar vibe, and I'm only gonna play one song from it. How long? How long a, is it? Sixteen minutes. Five songs. Five songs. Okay. Yeah, I, I, um, I didn't get to it. It's called uh, Lessie S'more. Is the song. The project is called The Last Groove Left Standing. Um, I think he did live I, performances too. I saw on IG they had like a um, a show. A couple other local artists had a show in like a house and had like lights set up. And I think the it's called like a, a place to call home or something. It seemed like a cool little cool little event. But um, they I imagine he performed some of this new stuff. But uh, yeah, you can give us a taste of that too. I just really fuck with this sound. Also flirtatious Reset, you testing my patience Awesome vibration, often contagious Cute spaces never get vacant New places better get taken Reset and check your location Awesome temptation, often mistaken uh, Good gracious, asses bold Woo! Curvaceous, also flirt Woo! Reset, you testing my groove And not to get rude, it's often construed Come on, cute spaces never get vacant New places better get taken Reset and check your location Awesome temptation, often mistaken uh, Good vibes inside the rotation Good time, just slide a donation Divine Yeah, man, it was <laughs> the, the, uh, the Gorillas fan in me is very happy with this song <laughs> Like that, yeah. That's a gorilla. He got the city on lock, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, the flow is great. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fly home for the next <laughs> performance. He do. The flow is great. The little reference there lyrically was fire. I mean, what what else is there to say? Yeah, that's tight. Um, but yeah, uh, but a lot of that project was actually more slower. That was probably the more the most upbeat song on there. Hmm. But it's actually a really chill album or EP or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. Um, did you listen to the Silk Sonic project? I did not. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to go just more on what possibly <laughs> we both just listened to at this point. But okay, I was um a little yeah I I wasn't excited to get to it. You you didn't miss much. Um, I think they waited too long, and maybe they didn't have. They should have held that. Yep. Because there was a whole year where I was just ready to go, and now I'm just not. It, it took a fat minute to get to it, and I just wasn't, I didn't find myself, like, excited throughout it. Like, I listened closely and multiple times, but I was like, my clear favorite outside of the two songs we know is just, like, I could have done without it. Like, I'm, like, it's cool. I don't know. But, yeah, um, I'm pretty lukewarm on it, but since you uh, didn't get to it, I'm not even going to harp on it too long um let's see uh yeah we can talk the donda deluxe we both got to that i'm pretty sure 
maybe. Nope. Or do, oh, okay. no, I saw. I, I see, I've, I've I heard see, some uh, songs. I see "Life of the Party" written down, and I didn't write it down, so I was like, "Oh, he must have listened to all of the deluxe joint." But how many more songs was it? Three, maybe that are different. No. Okay. I didn't it's, get to that either. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, "Life of the Party" was definitely the standout. Like, yeah, because uh, I was I was just on uh, something. And I was like, "Oh, I'm glad this is finally on." Uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like the, de- <laughs> it's so funny. The deluxe is like so long, and you know how it's like, some songs are like called part two, but there's really not much different for most of them. Like, mm-hmm. I was listening to the album while I was working, and to the point I was like, "Is this over? Or has it been played? Or has it played twice?" Like, I just got so confused because it just kept playing. I was like, "All right." Well, you know what? If it's off. only three extra songs, I might have actually heard the other two songs. Yeah, it's because I heard the other one like. Yeah, there's never a band in your family. Um, I heard that. Life of the party, and then like maybe some stuff was like the audio was cleaned up on some things. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's not much different, but I mean I'm glad Life of the Party at its highest quality exists. Um, Andre's verse is really, really, really good. Um, yeah. There's, yeah, I mean, I feel like we. This is too many damn songs. That's what I'm saying. I did. I literally didn't know when. <laughs> Two it, hours, bro. I didn't know no. when it stopped. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it literally was just playing. I was like, wait, how many times have I heard jail today? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Two <laughs> hours? No, you got me fucked up. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a deluxe that was worth my while though was um. Isaiah Rashad dropped The House is Burning mm-hmm. Deluxe, and there's three three or four new songs jammed at the end. And um, I think one of them I wanted to be part of my offering for the day. Um, I can't spell, so let me um, pull it back up. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, House is Burning Holy Deluxe. Um, track 19. Jordan favors, but it's spelled G E O. Yeah. R. Mind you, I really like all three of these extra deluxe tracks. I just I could not choose one. But um, is Deontay Hitchcock a part of TDE or no? Mm, or is he just... I'm not sure. I'm not. Because sure. I didn't think so. But seeing him next to Isaiah, it just feels like. It. Mm-hmm. It's a um, it's a good yeah. fit. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I queued this up right now. I think before he dropped it, he just tweeted like only because these guys kept begging me to drop this. <laughs> yeah, this this yeah, this is fire. I'm already liking it. Man, 
every I think it's because it's almost the end of the year. I always get like I think extra sensitive to everything. Mm. I love this song, but every now and again I think about like how guns kill people and it's like such a strange even just process of death with mm. like a bullet which is so small and it like goes through something and it's like really a small hole it kind of like ends you because when you think about like the amount of force of like mass that has to like physically like hit you to like cause you to you know have a mm. concussion or something but like a really small bullet is like what does it i don't know i'm like hearing that and i'm just like hmm internalizing like he might kill a motherfucking like the day-to-day lyrics and like how the environment to force to where you walk around with a piece of machinery to potentially end somebody else's life to protect your own and how like it gets condensed to my what he got the wretched he might kill the motherfucker and it's just like a wave that we just kind of like mm, yeah this, this is we're smoking and drinking and this is in the background while I'm trying to get some pussy. It's just like <laughs> I think it's more palatable than when people make music where they're like looking forward to this type of like vicious cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like this is an outlet for him to like and people people do this all the time like what I'm about to say is like Isaiah and everybody who makes a song like this is like it's really just an outlet to acknowledge the reality that you're around. It's like, hey, I respect this dude. Like, he's really, like, outside of all this nonsense, he's a great person or fun to be around. But uh, shit might get ugly if, if it has to. <laughs> and it's like, it's also not him. It's his, it's his friend. It's like, hey, I'm, I've been around some shit. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and people do that all the time. But um, I think a couple weeks ago I was saying, like, I don't remember what artist I was talking about, but, man, some of these younger dudes, like, I actually be feeling scared. I'm like, <laughs> y'all sound like this This shit is fun to you. Uh, <laughs> like, you you looking forward? I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, the same way you, like, breaking it down to, like, how terrifying and, like, granular it is and how dangerous that stuff is, it's like, I can handle it more when someone's just speaking to the reality they're around versus like mm-hmm. for no reason I would like shit to get real dangerous and everybody's life to be worse. <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of that shit's way yeah. different. And then um and then like the other music Isaiah makes and even just on this project is like it's like the way him and Vince Staples, they find a way to like low key be depressed about this shit, but make it groovy and not sound like they're enjoying the reality, but they're like just opening us to it so i think that's why yeah, i think that's 100 percent like, what it is to drink yeah. to it and just let it play in the background because it's like not that because i don't jam to that i'm looking forward to killing niggas shit like that like yeah i don't know there, there, i feel like there's an artful way to do it too even if that like there's like the older guys like mac Hami and them who can do the dangerous shit but still make it sound artistic versus like the younger dudes who are just like it's not mad artistic like hey i'm about to chop you up and put you on a scale and then serve you at the butcher shop like it's like (laughs) okay i guess like (laughs) that don't sound like i don't know but um i don't know he um yeah while i'm still on isaiah though like i feel like he constructs very simple yet catchy hooks like kind of like even just like the jesus track you play like i like people that can just like 
make something catchy with zero effort. Because uh, one of the other songs that was on the bonus, like I think all the hook was was like, feet don't fail me now, I'm dead. And he kept saying that. And mm-hmm. it just was mad catchy. I'm like, how do you, like, <laughs> how? Like, how do you just keep instructing shit that's so simple yet? Because I was walking around the house just humming that the past few days. Feet don't fail me now, I'm dead. Feet don't fail. And it's, a, you know, the bonus track. I was like, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, everybody who liked the original or like didn't catch it yet, at least bumped those last three tracks. Uh, he's even got Umi on the uh, the last track. That singer from last week who with the Japanese. Song. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, hmm. Did you sneak I... in the Castronada three pack? I think I had texted you about it, but you did, and I didn't. <laughs> well, we can play my uh, second song. It's the third track off of there. Um, featuring Mac Hami. He raps in French and it's fucking great. Um, let me... Intimidated? Uh, that's the EP. Yes. Yeah, the song is yeah. uh, Pray, Pray for, for Haiti. Him. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Max Ham- Mac Hami's project was called Pray for Haiti, right? Yep, but pray this, for somebody. Yeah, yeah. But this is a song. This song is also called Got you, pray yeah, for, yeah, yeah. The Thundercat track before this is also good, but I don't know. Mac rapping in French and then back to English was just too cool. I was like, yeah, this is great. But if you pray on a nigga, don't play because I'm sick in the head. Pray for Haiti. He took me to the R, take the R out. I was like, oh man, this shit is crazy. I had no idea what anything he was saying in French, but it was no. Nah, but it was kind of like when he great. did the because it's one thing to like rap in another language, but when he did the like the the, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, culturally sure. embodied the whole. Yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's their second language over there from mm-hmm. the colonization and whatnot so i was like oh because i think in the um his solo album i don't think he rapped in french at all that's why i was just like wait what he's going crazy like 
Because it's like you, you might assume somebody might know a few words from being at home here and yeah. there, but nah, for him to just go crazy, I was like, dang, might have to find me a couple uh, more French artists because <laughs> that shit was hard. Yeah, that shit was hard. Because mm-hmm. um, I've listened to French rap before mm-hmm. and like, some foreign movies I've watched and then just like my Spotify is like oh we gonna send you all kinds of shit and uh it never really sound interesting and mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't really sure if everybody was black either cause it just sound weird no I've heard a lot of it that's like not mad interesting but yeah no that it sounds more <laughs> French if that like that didn't sound you know what I'm trying to say I know exactly what you're trying to say <laughs> I can't even find the words but it yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, European. That's there. We go. It sounds European. Yes, I totally <laughs> get it. Totally get it. Um, do do do. Uh, some more fire yeah. rap shit that I came across. Um, I think that's all I'm gonna play. But I guess I can just get conversations about other stuff. But um, Ransom dropped a uh, also a three pack uh called No More No Less Demo One. Uh really great features great beats uh i wanted more i was like dang there's only three uh there was a, a wale feature on track two and he went crazy i was like what i didn't even i don't think i've heard them together before maybe i'm wrong but i don't know it was, it was, it was really good i think you'll like it too um i think it's two weeks old like it was definitely from this year but it's really fire um yeah this could almost just be a music episode i took in so much and so much of it was good but <laughs> yeah oh speaking of uh yeah for for those of y'all who listen consistently uh if you haven't listened to gumbo by pink sifu go listen to that shit i was at the gym listening to that because that's i mean it's so funny because i'll be looking for shit to listen to and you'd be like oh i listened to this this and that. i'm like let me see what this nigga told me to go Peep, yeah, that is a solid it's ass so project. It's so good. It's so and good. And it's like 50 minutes, so like you can really get some good listening in. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm looking oh. at the ransom titles. Yeah, no, nah, this shit was hard because um, track three is 12 a.m. in Atlanta and it's uh, featuring Benny the Butcher, Isaiah Rashad, and Doughboy, and they all just went nuts. Like it's, oh man. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Uh, yeah, we need. We, this should have been a whole music week. Because <laughs> we still got a deep dive. Uh, Tokyo Avengers later, and also some of the tracks we've brought up or like are on here kind of fit the theme of some of the stuff from Tokyo. Like having watched like pretty much all of it just this week, like all twenty four episodes. Like even I was texting you about how that Kenny Mason song "You and the Gang" fits yeah. into the show and all that. We'll get to that later, but. Um, Beyond that, um, Smino dropped a really good song, I Deserve, uh, for all the um, sad boys and girls out there. <laughs> He's just talking about, uh, I don't know, he just, was really slow, sad piano intro, and he talking about he just spent his last dollar on recording some music and stuff, and I don't know, it's just weird to think of somebody this at this point in their, well, not weird, but he's there you know he's there but to think of him admitting like hey I, shit i got it but i'm also like down to my last dollar because i needed to record some music <laughs> i'm like oh like that's that's very real because he's not yeah. old he hasn't been at it forever and just um i don't know i appreciated that openness in that song and all that and there's like references to some older like gucci on there and i don't know just 
it layered nicely thematically and just the way it was constructed. But it's definitely one of those like drinking by yourself types <laughs> type songs. Um, but it was really good. And then another sad boy section, you know, my favorite indie artist, Dion. Uh, he dropped his album called Absolutely. Uh, it's just really solid, sad indie music. Um, a lot of it was more polished than the song I played on here a couple episodes ago. Like, not everything is that, like, unfinished sound. Like, it's definitely um, some higher quality tracks on there. But, yeah, just solid, sad indie indie stuff um so yeah check that out for the the real fall vibes and then i saw lil uzi also dropped a single demon high i don't know if you heard that i did did you did you like it at all i like i like the beat chains i feel like i liked it just because um, it's it been a while since like i heard the... it because i know that was on here for a while mm-hmm. i just um, thought the blending of like the 80s pop song to the more modern beat at the end i was like that's a good blend you don't really see that a lot but i'm pretty sure this is probably for like a show or something it sounded very very soundtrack ish but yeah. i don't know if there's a show called demon high coming out or like a, a game or something i don't know but i don't know it felt very um, soundtracky yeah i remember when i popped up on my um release radar and i i think this was the first week where i was like y'all gotta stop playing with me because i don't really not like like what do you like the never play this shit again mm-hmm I don't really do that too often, um, but this week I I just got rid of a lot of bullshit. I do even with you're artists about that like I when like. you're on like the um, the Discover Weeklies or whatever, you just like ugh, don't mm-hmm. play that. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, I was like, nah, y'all got me fucked up, um, mm-hmm. and I don't care that MF Doom is on this. This song is ass. <laughs> like, no, sometimes the shit is just not. Yeah, nah. Yeah, people remixing good song. It just no. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Only other th- you didn't listen to that Code of the Friend song I sent you, did you? Mm-mm. I'll keep that. Um, I do want to get this one song off here. Um, cause it's been on here for a while. It's called "With You" uh, by Duran Duran Johnson and the Indications. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty cool pop song. It sounds like nothing else that we played today. Not pop. Um, like funk. Sure. Um. Ooh, there we go. I like that. Have you heard this before? Mm-hmm. It's always some cool white dude at my job playing some funky shit. Mac Miller would kill this song. Oh, yeah. This is one of those where he does with his little super fast uh-huh. verses. Yeah, no, I, can, oh, I can hear it. Man. Oh, man. Somebody yeah. maybe 
I don't know how old this song is, but I'm sure there will be a YouTube mix with a Mac verse on the end because it. I can hear it. Yeah, desperately it just goes needs right one. there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Duran Jones that's and the really Indications. Good. And it's a witch you like witch and two O's with you. I will be sure to spell it right in the show notes for you guys. <laughs> um, no, that's really groovy. Um, any funk song that can make me do the stank face on the <laughs> <laughs> you, you got one i was like "Ooh, hold on that's hard yeah yeah that was sitting there for too long i was like we got to retire this song and get it out to the oh people. has it been sitting in the notes i'm sad damn you yeah it's been there for like a couple of weeks now it's like every week before we record i feel like i'm in a good spot and then thursday and friday artists are just like here you go i'm like what <laughs> in november come on now right yeah, I think I'm uh I'm cool there for this week. We can move on to our Tokyo nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that's it's about to get real. <laughs> oh man, oh man. I damn near should have queued up that intro. <laughs> Low key, yeah, for real. But uh yeah, go ahead and uh play me in. Let's go. I think I almost know the words to this song. <laughs> I might have to uh, yeah. do karaoke one day. <laughs> one day. I'm down. Oh, yeah, that'd man. be fun. Uh, all right. So this week's obvious main event to to us is uh, Tokyo Avengers. We both somehow are on the same page and finish something at the same time. <laughs> There's usually like an episode or two hang in or five or whatever, whether or not we enjoyed the show. But this week we both watched all season one. Uh, so we'll try to get as spoiler free as possible and then do the deep dive because I myself have some questions about some things um, questions comments curiosities whatever um, but before we get into the main event <laughs> something more lighthearted. do you have you ever seen the adult swim show uh, perfect hair forever no does that sound familiar <laughs> all right so apparently is this like anime spoof that was once on adult swim that I just do not remember ever seeing and it is like 
it is really awful. Like whoever made it is going to hell. Like it's it's, it's so garbage. Uh, <laughs> like it's just like this, you know, oh. purposefully drawn and horrible like anime style. Like the main character I is do like remember this. You do I never remember it. This. So yes. I watched episode one yesterday just to, like, it just looked too ridiculous. I was like, how could I not? Like, you got this uh, Master Roshi-looking character with a beer belly, mm-hmm. no shirt, and then Goku's, like, hairstyle, but it's, like, rainbow. Then, like, the main character is 12, but he's balding. Then there's a girl with no pants and a sword. I was like, all right, what is, what is this disrespectful shit? What is this? Um, it's it's actually worse than it looks. Like, I just was like, this shit is horrible. Um yeah, if if you guys are in the mood for some really goofy, like, you're probably not sober watching it, anime spoof from Adult Swim, it's called Perfect Hair Forever, it's really bad. Like, the first episode, like, the, oh, and also the uh, the old man is, like, Uncle Gram- Grandpa. Like, you know how Cartoon Network Voice. eventually had a show called Uncle Grandpa? He's his character is act like the main character referred to him as Uncle Grandfather. I was like, why does that sound familiar? I was just like, um, yeah, they was like, you know what? We gonna reuse that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what are the odds that at some point before somebody was already an Uncle Grandfather? And I don't know, like the, that girl came in there with no pants on, and the grandpa's just horny and uh, talking about, hey, uh, put those cheeseburgers on the highest shelf higher like it's just like it was just real horny and awkward and the the kid is like trying to get advice from the grandpa but the grandpa is too busy being horny to like actually give him good words of wisdom so he's doing that whole like uh you know like the stereotypical like wise old man thing but he's really not saying anything useful he's like before you finish you have to start and in order to start you have to succeed. At, it's just he's just rambling nonsense and just like yeah, oh, that shit was awful. I was like, how did I miss this? Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure he like you know was on the screen someday back in the um, that era, but I don't know. I feel like just because it was like an anime spoof, and I don't really. The only other one I can think of is Kappa Mikey from um, Nickelodeon. Like that did like yeah anime spoofiness, but it wasn't horny and it was actually kid friendly and it was actually pretty funny but i don't know i feel like anytime i come across that it's something worth looking at just because we're so deep into the real stuff in various genres but yeah yeah i just thought it was worth bringing up but um anything else you want to touch on before we get into the uh yeah no guns Mm -hmm. life i Mm -hmm. i don't respect it Mm. (laughs) and i'm saying this not because it's not good but i only ever give it the I really want some noise before I try to go to sleep. Mm. And I've watched the same 10 minutes of the last of, of the fourth episode, like five mm. times. Like I was drunk a couple times. I was like, let me turn this on. And it just looked like moving cartoon on the screen. Mm, I get that. Um, it, it isn't boring though. I just, I, I was thinking about this too. Apps really dictate what you watch in general. And I just don't really go to Hulu too often, so it just. I'm usually pretty intentional with Hulu. Like I'm either watching very specific anime that I know is only here, or reality shows. Honestly, like I I don't yeah. I don't browse Hulu. Like I usually know what I'm looking for when I'm there. Yeah. And I think that was the thing. I wasn't looking for anime. I just stumbled across one, and it hasn't like sunk me in yet. So. 
I do like how it's organized, though, because their anime is like, hey, these are simulcasts, like there's dub and sub. These are classics. These are like, it's low-key organized great. I just, yeah, the app really dictates what you do. I, I, I get it. Um, but yeah, let's let's get to it, man. Uh, Tokyo how much Avengers. how much did we talk about Tokyo Avengers before? On an in depth uh, perspective, I don't I, think I was even really sold yet. Maybe oh, I started it, huh? And then you yeah, just you kinda... started you started it. And okay, then I was okay, like, okay, okay, cool. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you it, it hooked you, and I still was like, ah, I don't know, I, I'm not I'm not there yet. I think I missed something. And but that was because I was coming off Wu Tang. I think that was honestly what gave me the push. Mm-hmm. Cause I had like, you know, I I had had my anime break essentially, mm-hmm. so I was I was ready. But um, I think on a higher end, this show is no less than an eight point five. Like it's definitely a high eight, no less. And I really don't have too many gripes with it. Um, but yeah, lightly the concept for anybody that just missed it or whatever. Uh, it's another time travel anime. I have no idea how I stumbled on that. I didn't expect that. Uh, Main character has the ability to go back in time exactly 12 years to the day. And uh, it's controlled by shaking the hand of his ex-girlfriend's brother. Uh, So he the show starts off. He finds out that his ex-girlfriend from middle school and her brother got killed. Um and then he almost ends up getting killed. And before he dies in a terrible accident, getting pushed onto a train track, that's when the time travel kicks in. He goes back to being in eighth grade and he's blonde and he's in a biker or he's connected to people in a biker gang. And he's getting to see uh, Hina, his ex, well, who's, you know, his now girlfriend because he's in the past. He gets to see her. He sees the brother. He, he's back in. He's getting a second chance to be that kid again. And then he realizes that he can go forward accidentally (laughs) by shaking uh, he and his brother's hand and goes back to the present. And he realizes there's a chance that if he can go back and forth, he can uh, prevent the murders of Hina and Naoto, uh, the brother. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the show pretty much is like him figuring out what he should and shouldn't do, uh, who he should and shouldn't get connected with uh, within the gangs to prevent these murders and make the appropriate timeline in the future. And it's him and Naoto trying to connect the dots in the Tokyo Manji gang and their rival gangs of who has beef um, and why that beef sets up Hina and Naoto to be in the wrong place, wrong time to get murdered and the ensuing timelines. And uh, yeah, it's pretty fast paced just in the like each episode has a lot for you to digest, but it's always important. Kind of like uh, what's our last show Uh, to your eternity. Like every episode has really high value. Like you've got to catch some form of a detail, even their beach episode, they snuck in halfway there was still a wasn't lot. A throwaway. To like, yeah, it, it was not every a episode was high value, so you definitely got to be focused. Um, a lot of characters, and they change their hair and faces a lot as these timelines change, which yes. was one of my few gripes of the show. There's some times where their like appearance changes and the timelines were just drastic. I was like, "Who is that?" Um, I think that made. I think that added to it. No, nah, nah, it's not okay. So my beef wasn't with like 
the drastic hairstyle changes, it was like I couldn't tell who was who. Like it was just like as no, someone who was, was trying confusing. to digest a cast of like thirty people, like and someone's like, I can deal with someone's hair color changing. That's fine. But like when their chin isn't even the same in my <laughs> memory, I'm like, all right, who is this? But that's one of a few gripes I, I have think with that the show. To the I think if this was a a live action, that would have connected more. Yep, yep, it probably would have. Like, and I wanted to hear what you had to say about it. I was like, I don't have a lot of problems with this show, but I'm getting really irritated with how different they look. In- no, it was it was a little difficult to keep. Like, you have to pay attention. And that's why I was like, hey, if you ain't going to watch it, just hold it. Because um, literally anybody but- <laughs> that didn't have colored hair, like anybody whose hair was just black, I was like, oh, God, what are they about to look like? But I think they knew the that, future? too, because there was – I think they knew that, too, because at points in time, there was like, oh, this is such and such, and they would put the little – side by side of what they look like because mm. they were like i'm sure like intestine the show they was like who the fuck is that and even episode 23 takamichi himself was like oh shoot i didn't even recognize this dude this was yeah. him like i was like <laughs> i don't know if that was for the show or for me because i needed that like i'm glad he also had no idea who the hell this was <laughs> like i i needed him to to clarify because buddy's hair was like lighter but still red but in a way different hairstyle. He damn near had an earring. I was like, who is this? Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think live action, even mm-hmm. if they kind of use like similar looking characters and s- subs, I think it just would have hit a little bit more. But because it's a cartoon and you like dismissing all the shit that would hit in real life. But um, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. no, I was going to say, I like I liked it. I don't really have too many complaints about this show. No, I, I be, beyond my... the the hairstyles and the, like the time travel facial differences, I didn't have much beef. I think the show moved well. It did an okay job explaining some stuff because the time the timeline stuff did get convoluted. How Naruto was like this guy and this guy used to be friends. They're not friends. They got beef. This is going on. So if you protect him during the big brawl, everything's gonna be okay. I was like, all right, this is getting. <laughs> this is getting hectic. And then there was an episode where they were like, the Tokyo Manji gang has 150 members. This gang has 300. So if this dude is no longer, I was like, all right, this is not even useful information. <laughs> what is happening right now? Like, uh, but no, I, I really didn't have too many complaints. And I, I think my mm-hmm. one complaint mm-hmm. was uh, Tamanichi. Tama, was Takamichi. Takamichi, the mm. way he bossed up a little bit was a bit annoying, but I also wanted Takamichi. Mm, and maybe let's talk he does about it. My boy, <laughs> he was getting on my maybe nerves. Maybe in bro. season two it happens, but I, I want my protagonist to catch a body. I do. Niggas was, it it. I I, I needed him to, because when he got stabbed, he really should have stabbed him. That should have happened. Dude, talk, I established early. Takamichi is just not that guy. I'm sorry, like, bro, if if I went back to, like, if I went back in time with my current knowledge and understanding of a goal and stuff, like, he's in the middle of, like, a 200-person gang fight crying. <laughs> and then he screamed and passed out multiple times in the midst of, like, life or death situations. I'm like, no, he's just not that guy. Like, why, how are you coming back with all this prior knowledge and you're literally 25 years old, like crying, like in the middle of this game. Like, were you really ever supposed to be involved with this, this lifestyle, bro? Like 
clearly not. Like, yeah, Takamichi is just not that guy. So, like, while I agree, he, he just wasn't the one. It was never going to yeah. be him. It, it just wasn't going to be him. Like, he's not tough. Like, <laughs> he's just not. <laughs> I just had to accept it. I was irritated, but I just had to accept it. He, he just didn't have that. Like, you think about all your favorite MCs who, like, they're in a headlock or they got a sword and they gut or like someone's about to kill them and they tighten up or like they figure out their hidden ability or something but all of Takamichi's like dope main character moments were fumbled by him screaming and crying every time so he he's just not that guy and it (laughs) I don't know because he didn't have to be like a badass because I mean even when he did start like really throwing hands he still was getting handled for the most part but this is why I was so upset that he kept getting promoted or close with everybody because all he kept doing was screaming and crying. That's why I was just like, I don't know if they skipped episodes from the manga or something, but I was like, I don't like that his like heart is what's getting him to be more respected by the people at the top of this serious biker gang I mean, with these serious rituals and like this and this. I'm like, nah, he's getting too, like I get it, but I just don't think this is believable. Of them be like, you know what? I fuck with you. 14-year-old dude who can't fight, who is still not in the gang and be interrupting our meetings and talking crazy out of turn and screaming and crying. I fuck with you. Let's go to the bathhouse together. Let's do this. Well, I trust you. To, um, it was too, too much trust bestowed upon him for like, I, I wasn't, okay, I wasn't so, I'm sorry. I wasn't going. So let's get people into it and then, because I think we're going to start. Yeah, we're kind of getting into it. Yeah, yeah. So... Before you get into this show, you don't really know that it's heading to the shit we're talking about. No. Because she's like, is this a romance? And I'm like, no. I don't. I was like, maybe technically, because I forgot. You could uh, almost break it down into like four or five episode like chapters. Yes. And I think that's why I was so off. Was like the first four or five episodes feels like a romance because he's back in time trying to be cool with his old friends. He's like, oh shit, I forgot these guys were into this. Or like, I was more into the gang and these guys weren't. And then like, oh fuck, I forgot me and Hina like had never kissed at this point or like she was into that and that. And her idea of me is like, I was kind of a jerk, but now she thinks I'm mature, but she doesn't realize I'm fucking 24 in my old body. (laughs) And uh, oh, should I even be holding hands with her? Is this weird? Like, yeah, all that mental struggle and him more like, focus on Hina and his best friends at the beginning like the show felt slow to me but now with all Mm -hmm. the knowledge of what I have I was like this is really interesting like it's building like romantic elements like the friendship uh, all that and then his involvement with the gang like I mean anybody that read it like the show overall gives you vibes of like um, what's what's that Stay Golden Pony Boy what's that book that we all had to read with the it's like 1950s gangs in the U.S., like the high schoolers, oh, that uh, book, uh, the, West Side Story. No, nah, not that one. But like they're they called like one gang was like the Greasers and all that. That book. What is that book called? Oh my gosh! All right, let's keep talking. Like I'm the Puerto look Ricans. No, nah, they were white. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. If you're uh, Greasers book. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got out the Outsiders. The Outsiders. Yeah, I don't think I had to read that. I feel like I read it twice in middle school or something. I don't know, but. <laughs> If anybody read The Greasers or remember that or like that movie, it has Greasers vibes. There's like these, you know, tough boys and this, you know, the tough boy vibe, biker gang shit, like 
but there's really like a homoerotic elements. You feel like at any moment these guys could smooch. Like it, it feels kind of like that. Like they're very like. I think I knew it was just like these guys are really, really. I mean, not fake tough. There's like a different element to these guys when. Um, I think two guys in the Tokyo Manji gang had beef and they were like super close to each other. He's like, you know what? We, we shouldn't fight right now. I can't fight with family. And they're just like eyes locked to just, all right, are they going to kiss yet? Like <laughs> there were so many so, moments. So like, I didn't <clears throat> go ahead. And we, you were texting about this. I didn't double check it, but I think mm-hmm. I know who has the romantic uh, relationship <clears throat> that I've seen. Oh, okay. But that was, I just wanted to give people kind of a whatever. Like, if you are familiar with Outsiders or low-key anybody that... uh, One of my favorite movies is The Warriors. Um, Mm -hmm. It kind of has Warriors vibes, too. Um, It's not as... I don't know. There's not as cool of dialogue, I would say. Because, like, The Warriors, you can easily think of some quotes. Like, you know, Warriors come out and play. There's the, can you dig it? In the in the crowd at the at the park and stuff like not a complaint but i would say this show fumbled moments that could have been iconic that felt corny to me like some of the dialogue between the the gangs and like it it missed moments that could have had iconic dialogue sometimes it felt Mm -hmm. cheesy like even just the fact they say the word delinquent all the time i'm trying to be a top delinquent in japan like that don't sound hard to me like who talks like that? really i thought that shit was hard (laughs) <laughs> delinquent I, sounds I like a, something a parole officer say like or like a you know it don't sound tight i don't know i liked it i, I, I honestly I did but i'm sure in, in in japan they probably have cool words for their gang shit anyway yeah but yeah it's just delinquent i don't know but i will say they sometimes hit the mark uh because remember when they had oh okay nope never mind let me not get into late episode shit anyway uh yeah, yeah it Greasers, Outsiders vibes, um, Warriors energy here and there, Turf War, gang stuff, time travel. That's kind of what you're getting into. Uh, overall, solid dialogue, but I think some of like the more deep gang stuff didn't feel very, very tough to me at times, which I was kind of hoping more for. But just in the yeah. dialogue, the situations were great, but sometimes the, I was like, from a dialogue perspective but yeah no the dialogue versus what actually happened and Mm -hmm. taking a reality into it it could have been a little better i think sometimes they're using words like jerkwad and like like it just like didn't feel very like this dude just hit me in my eye and i'm real shitty like I, i like you know it just didn't feel sometimes like 18 year old dudes like ready to cut each other up at times. Like, it felt kind of childish at times. Because would you still consider this a shoujo, right? Because hmm. I feel like it was only a little bit... It was only a few levels off from being a sign-in. Or sign-in. Yeah, I think the show is more about the emotions between the characters in the character building. And, yeah, it's it's not an action show. Yeah, it's, it's not. Because I think if the it was best, a little bit more adult, I think we would have got some of those more mm-hmm. iconic things that you want. You're right. And, you're right. You're right. But I think it definitely could have been more blood. It, it could have been more blood gushing. It could have been. Yeah, you're you're right. It definitely could have been that. Um, shoot, what was I going to say? Because as far as like if it was a straight up shonen, 
there would have been more training type moments and like Takamichi like hitting the speed bag and getting buff one day. It would have been uh, shit. It might have been some guns. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what I was um, really waiting on. And then as far as like fight choreography, it's pretty trash until later episodes when Mikey was fighting like three dudes at once. Like the 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 motion of the fights actually looked fluid, and that was like episode twenty two. So it's really not a shonen. It's not about that. Like, a lot of it was pretty, like, damn near records of Ragnarok-type fighting. And, like, the last four episodes stretch is, like, all you hear is 150 dudes screaming. <gasps> like, that was another complaint I had. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I haven't watched too many shows with, like, brawls. But just hearing these dudes scream in the background is just like, all right. Like, this is like, they need to do music or, like, something. Because I, I can't do it. Usually, when there's brawls, it's like warriors. Like people got like swords and shields, and you hear shit clanging. But just boys in in the dusty junkyard fighting, and all you hear is their screams and a couple punches. Like, all right, I can't four episodes straight. Like, but again, it's not a shonen show. The idea was like, hey, these guys were beat on each other for a while. They just want to get that point across. Because there was a scene that made me laugh. Like, um, what's the tall dude's name? Not Mikey, but his, uh, his best friend. Yeah, Drakken. Draken got his shit rocked and he like flew off the screen, (laughs) but his legs were like still on the screen really, really slow. And the dude who hit him is still in frame. I was like, this, this is not that, this is not that. Like he's moving almost like comically slow off the screen. He's like, two. I was like, all right. Like it was like team rocket type of like his legs just in the air. I'm like, none of these kids is that strong. This is, yeah, this is not about the fights. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the like the lighthearted stuff I can say without getting into yeah. um, my question. But yeah, I would definitely advise y'all to watch it before we get into the spoiler. So the little jump. Um, but yeah, man. So <laughs> let's get into it. Um, can I ask you what your favorite episode was? Because I have a favorite um, or moment, I, I could say, if you don't remember by number. Because I think by number, I remember it was my favorite. But um, I don't remember what was happening, but. Because I also thought the moment would have been dope, like in a live action or in a movie, or like I was like, this is really, really, this is some shit that I, I like. It's so dramatic. Um, but yeah, some ahead. of my favorite moments that I, I liked when Valhalla got introduced. I think I really loved the way those niggas dressed. Mm. These niggas is just grimy. I'm definitely copping one of them hoodies. Mm. Like, <laughs> um, that Valhalla introduction was just fire to me. Um, mm. Let's see. There wasn't a fight. I also liked when they were still in a bike. I think that's when I was like really fucking with this. That was it. Because that was like some shit for me where I'm like, oh, this is like real though. Like, like that's when that shit really got turned up. Dog, that was my favorite episode. Like, uh, it just, that scenario just stood out to me. Like, this is that gang shit. Like, outsiders. <laughs> like warriors type of story that i like uh oh man that was so cool like two two friends talking about we got to get mikey a real bike this nigga got a moped and he's the head of the biker gang let's get him a real bike all right bro uh where are we getting it from we finna steal it like <laughs> then they still oh, bro <laughs> i can like my heart sunk i was like you guys are robbing mikey's older brother to give him a christmas present and y'all damn near 
killed his brother in the process. I was like, how did you not know this was his family shop? Like, I was so stressed out. And then they, they, they didn't know what to do. And like, for five minutes, they're just breathing heavy and sweating. I was like, you know, what? a lot of anime don't do this kind of stressed out scene very well. Yeah. And like, they're just literally breathing heavy and sweating. The cops are on the way. There's kids bleeding out on the floor. And they just and dude already seen his face. I was like, yes, this is this is what I this is what I came here for. This is really well, like just oh, but see, even that. that speaks to how no man, they did it well. That speaks to why uh, Takamichi was able to go up because he's like, you remind me of my brother. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really getting a pass. Yeah, that's that's fair. I just think the whole idea of like the squirt who just keeps interrupting shit and ain't really productive, like rising. I mean, it, it does happen in the uh, some other like of these 100%. high school games. It, it does happen. I just I think and maybe it speaks to my disappointment in Takamichi not having his like main character moment where he like goes hard. But I feel like because they really wasn't like he was really getting checked a shit ton until because remember, he saved Draken. Right. He got his ass whooped. He got stabbed. And that's when it was like, all right, like, because I think even before that, they was like, nigga, like, you interrupting shit. We finna fuck you up. He got beat with that bat super early. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, so he, yeah, I guess he was slowly. They was his... really like, nigga, you got to chill, bro. Like, you be cooling with us, but you ain't really gang. Mm-hmm. They even told him that. So I feel like he saved Draken. And <laughs> they really looked him dead in his eye. <laughs> hell time, bro, you're not. You're not Tokyo Manji gang, bro. You're, you're not Tomon, bro. <laughs> That fat dude was about to kill him. He said, you know what? You said one more fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know why they waste their time doing Cowboy Bebop and shit for live action. This needs to be live action. This should be great. Yeah. I'd rather watch this. <laughs> oh, man. He said, you got but, one so... more. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Tomon, bro. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I, def- I definitely got secondhand stress a lot, too. Uh, yeah, which serves. Oh, I can't remember the moment besides the bike where something happened. Where I was just re- oh, uh, I think it was like the second time he goes back to the present and he's trying to figure out what he changed in the future. And like I've seen a lot of time travel stuff. And like hell, I don't think the last time I was this stressed was since uh, Avengers Endgame. Honestly, like as far as mm-hmm. like time travel and like what did we change kind of stuff. When he came back and was like, all right, I still have my job. <laughs> uh, Naruto, <laughs> Naruto's still alive. Uh, <laughs> like the stakes of what could be fucked up was just so high that I was just like, ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, shit, oh, shit, what's going on? Um, yeah, no, they did that really well because I was super stressed out. Oh man, I'm gonna have to do an edit. And they, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know that um, Monsters Inc. where he was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. That's funny. Um, no, nah, they had me fucked up, though, with Hina. Hina's still dying. And then Buddy's still, yeah. Buddy's still killing himself. Like, the murder-suicide. I was like, all right, y'all got me fucked up. Like, uh-uh-uh. that shit was crazy. Yeah, because I, I feel like, to me, that is kind of like that butterfly effect shit. Because, like, first time he came back, he was gang as fuck. And then the second time, he was, like, a barber with, like, low-key flamboyant hair. Like... Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Like, this and, is In a completely different. different timeline, they were riding bikes. And he's like, you know what? You know what would be nice? 
if I just opened a hair salon, that'd be real swell. Like, it, like that was his idea of a peaceful situation. And he goes there, and he's like, nope, still gang. Like, he tried to kill somebody <laughs> in the car. I was like, no, bro, not vehicular homicide. And then the whole fucking car explodes. Like, come on, bro. I thought you just wanted to be a barber, bro. What? Yeah. Um, um And then <clears throat> I think this show also made me raise questions about time travel. Like, I texted you. I was like, man, all this back and forth in different timelines and he has no idea what's affected. Like, you think if the shit was real, like you'd have any recollection of anything in between? Like, probably not. And that kind of is terrifying. Twelve years of like hanging out with your friends, or, like losing friends or whatever. You just have to like figure it out. Like, so the way I figure it is like, you know how NCAA you play, and then they kind of keep the data, and then you can like automate it based on how you play. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I feel like is happening. They're like, uh, you change this and then we're going to assume based on who you are and like all these other pieces that you move. This is how this shit's going to play out. I kind of liked how his memory was like slow to recount. He was like, yep. yep Boy, yep, yep. this shit did fucking happen. Oh, like I don't remember it, but now that you're saying it, I see it. Like I was there. Yeah. Yeah. I did like how they set that up. Uh, <laughs> the time that's a problem that needs to be addressed and i feel mm-hmm. like they addressed it well mm-hmm. oh yeah because everybody um, would always question him too if he was being weird he's like oh we did what he's like bro we literally uh when he was talking to hina on the train and she was talking about finals and he was like man i haven't thought about finals in years she's like we just got out of the exam <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I am definitely fourteen right now. Oops, <laughs> like, um, that shit would be super jarring to just keep jumping back and forth twelve years. So, yeah, there was there was they they did address that pretty well. I didn't expect this show to be this at all. I think that's my overarching because no. there was. Earlier this year, everybody was so like hot on this show, and I was like, "What is Tokyo Revengers?" I just assumed it was some magic. <laughs> like some, I just assumed yeah, they were shooting fireballs. Like, some... like <laughs> I kind of thought it was gonna yeah. be like firemen or something. Yeah, like the, the art style, the covers, and all that. Stuff, I, I thought it was gonna be some magic and shit, but mm. um, but what it is is great though. Uh, I don't know if there's like oh, a whole subgenre of time travel shit, but this is really, really great. This is erased level interesting so these are my two questions sure why is somebody trying to kill tama uh takamichi takamichi mm-hmm. because he was oh the dude with the glasses like, who was scamming yeah like who ended up getting because, yeah yeah because remember he got pushed the first time when he wasn't even game uh, i i think i don't think you missed something i think they're trying to because like we just said, like there's 12 years every time he jumps back and forth of shit, he just doesn't know what happened. So s- somewhere in there, he's stepping on the wrong toes is I think that what they're kind of alluding to. I don't know who's or why or what, but... Do you... I think somebody else is traveling through time. <sighs> Possibly. It's been mentioned multiple times, though, because even like the red-haired dude, even though he was going through a lot... He kept saying, like, oh, Takamichi, make sure you get things right when you go back. Like, before he killed himself, he's like, hey, fix that, fix this fucked up timeline, bro. Peace. I'm about to kill myself. Like, like I feel like they hinted the fact that somebody else knows something. But the first hint was through a guy who was losing his fucking mind. So it's like, yeah. ah, he don't really know Takamichi's time traveling. But he's saying it just because he's like, the only way Takamichi can keep finessing is if he's time traveling. 
which is <laughs> fucking true. But the craziest per arguably one of the craziest people in the show is saying it. So um I don't think there is any clue of who else might be jumping back and forth though, from what I I think it's uh But I like the idea of that. Somebody else gotta be doing something. But in my head, I think Takemichi is just doing something. Because like if he is rude to Hina in his like normal non-time travel way, like who else is he mean to? What else matters to him? Like he lives by himself in a trashy apartment, like and woke up one day, he's number one in this gang. Like I'm sure somewhere else down the line he just was just doing too much. I think it's Kisaki. I think he might be traveling through time. I don't think I saw enough hint of it, but yeah, he always does seem like he's super calculated, though. He is extremely. They didn't really calculated. give you no hint. That's just who I think. Especially and for him to him, know that setting up the fight between Valhalla and uh, Toman would eventually result in X, Y, and Z, and his chance to like dissolve the gangs and then work his way up. That's way too. You shouldn't know that. <laughs> you shouldn't know that. <laughs> So he might be also time traveling. Um, but uh, I haven't looked at the manga because I don't want to spoil it, but I may end up reading this shit. Um, it might even the, be better to read because it's not. Yeah, it's clearly not an action show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, you, you brought up the homoerotic stuff and uh, I've seen uh, some art of some people kissing. My suspicion is it was Baji and um, the first division monsuno because mm. uh when you go back that like second to last episode he mm. was getting picked on and they was like friends and they was hanging out and the way he was just like super loyal for no reason and when he was switching sides of a holla he was like what are you trying to do like he had all this insider information like he knew him in a way it's like he wouldn't do this yeah, I might rewatch a couple episodes because Baji's conflict is super important. His internal struggle is super important, and I'm trying to get just a better understanding of what's going on in his head and like the whole flip flopping so, gangs. And then um, you get it. I could explain it to you. Sure. Yeah. 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 Go, yeah so go let me pull up the list again. So here, let me send you this because it was Baji, and then the dude with the blonde and yellow streaks, his friend. Who, yeah, I'm gonna um, send you the character list so you can look at it with me. Um, so Baji I think and I'm on the same site. Yeah, I'm on the exact same site, bro. Yeah. Henya, uh, yeah. they was robbing the bike, right? <laughs> together, right? And he killed his brother. Yeah, and I feel like he just never really let that shit go. Right. And so I f- feel like that's kind of why the whole reason why he was flip flopping was to murk him. In a good way. To just yeah. put it into the yeah. shit. Yeah. So okay. Right. So what uh internal struggle or? Well, I just feel here? like something like him feeling the need to kill himself in the middle of the the brawl, and then like uh it wasn't Baji, but the other dude was mad at Mikey for him going to juvie, but like Mikey was damn near in bed while y'all niggas was doing this shit. And <laughs> I was like, did I miss something? Cause it ain't Mikey's fault. Like. No, but I think he just kind of snapped under pressure and needed to bl- I think blame so. somebody. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Because was he also the one who got his ass whipped, right? When he had to get the gas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. So I think it, it just was like, you know, like disassociation. 
Because there was, was a like, moment like his it. eyes this got big song. and he kind of like looked like he was twitching. He's like, "Kill Mikey, kill Mikey, kill." Him. I'm like, "Mikey didn't do shit," but yeah, he yeah, had, yeah he just snapped. Um, Dang, bro. Yeah, I don't know. No, the butterfly effect shit scary scares me though. I'm like, is there? Oh, bro, where the hell is Hinata? How can they end the whole season and they're just like, ah, where is she at? Who's to say? Like, they're like Takamichi's number one in Toman. Uh, most everybody's alive. Like, who was you know important? Whatever. No sign of Hinata. I'm like, ah, man, don't tell me there's no reality where she is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could be part of it. Like. And that's why I was texting you earlier, even when I was on episode like 16, I was like, you know what? Takamichi's going to wake up either really, really rich and successful or just like really, really fucked up about it. Like, like it's just either going to be great or horrible. And it's low-key a little bit of both right now where they ended. So I was like, oh, they, you got me. I didn't think he was going to be yeah. tied to a chair, shot in the leg and rich, like all at the same time. <laughs> um. I, I guess the only thing that I still feel like is a little bit of a stretch is I would not I would not be doing this shit for my eighth grade ex. No. <laughs> no. Oh, that is it, like the biggest stretch. He's so deep in it that it's like, is it even about Hinata anymore? Like this shit is just ridiculous. Yeah, once you get into it, it's like, well damn. But it's like even if you kind of felt like she was the one and it's like, well, damn, like I wouldn't think I'm, I hadn't thought about her ass for years. And then it's like, well, like, shit. this is a lot of work to prevent her getting killed. Oh, my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, I mean, I guess yeah. he was going to get killed, too. So I, I guess that's where it all starts. The loop is getting so weird now because like if if they were all gonna what the hell who did he piss off like what yeah I I think oh no yeah. nope this makes sense to your theory of somebody else time traveling time traveling that's the like, only thing hey, that makes sense to me he's not gang now but if we don't kill him in this timeline he gonna keep doing this time travel bullshit and fuck up what I got going on so I got to get him out of the way at some point wow yeah that's probably what's going on um, damn. <laughs> that's pretty crazy <laughs> that is pretty crazy yeah shout out to Ken I fuck with Ken Ken? the tall uh, Ryuji Mikey's best friend uh, tall dude. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah I fuck uh, with him Draken Draken yeah my bad I'm yeah like, they don't I, yeah that's yeah. <laughs> the one time I know somebody's name for real yeah I fuck with Draken you know I fuck with him the long way mm-hmm. um I think I was sold in the hospital when he was like, hey, let's be respectful to this girl's parents, bro. Like, we doing, yeah. gang, we doing gang shit, and she got caught in the crossfire, and her dad is shitty about it. Like, he has the right to be. Like, we doing dumb shit, and this innocent girl got caught in the crossfire. Bow to, bow to her dad, bro. Chill out. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah, his storyline is pretty cool. Growing up in a brothel, like, he's just, like, super low-key. Like, you know, like. I feel, yeah, I'm gonna read this because I feel like he probably was fucking bitches and they just didn't put. Oh it in yeah, there. they just didn't have time to put the whole. Yeah, his backstory could be its own little mini series, bro. Like I was like, yes. yeah, this kid been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could damn near be a prequel to some shit too. Like this whole show. Oh yeah, because if time travel is possible, something else is possible in their goofy ass world. Like <laughs> <laughs> something else is going on. Long as we don't end up in no white rooms, I'm cool. <laughs> Jesus. 
I'd be sick, bro. No, nah, they can't. Sick. They can't do that to me. <laughs> no white rooms, and <laughs> I've been time traveling so long that I just moved the chess pieces, and I. <sighs> no, I, I can't. I can't do it. No godlike structure. Just having a blast in the white room. I. I mm. Um, cool. Well, yeah, man. That's. I think that's all I got for anime right now. Yeah, same. Uh, we can call it there. Didn't really get too deep into any games, so yeah, I'm not gonna either. put nobody to sleep with that. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed binging Tokyo Avengers. It's been a minute since I've just like <laughs> watched twenty four episodes in a week. Yes, <laughs> uh, and it was that fun. Uh, I feel like the, like the uh, the last time we did it was um what is it called Vinland Saga, and that last eight episodes was just. <laughs> it just wasn't hitting the same, you know. But this was a a good stretch, and I might end up reading it too. I can't wait till twenty twenty four to get back to whatever's going on. I, I might have to read this. So yeah, but yeah. Appreciate y'all listening to our lengthy Tokyo Avengers discussion. And next week we'll probably get back to our usual random ramblings of multiple shows. But uh, yeah, this was really really fun to watch. Highly recommend. I think it's no less than eight point five. So, yeah, definitely check I it think out if, if you um, yeah, I, I'll say that for later. <laughs> All right. As always, share the blurs. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>